0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Foodies for Thought podcast. I'm Alex, And I'm Hope, and we're at a new location. We're in my lovely home. Lovely is very much an overstatement. I would not. <laughs> I mean, it's not that you aren't lovely,
1: and it's not that this space isn't lovely, but considering that this isn't a building I don't
0: like... <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah... Do we want to talk about these lovely items that we have because they're delicious and I I love them. So we had to, you
1: know, start eating before we recorded today because this is going to be very informal. (laughs) Mostly because um, you'll be listening to this the weekend or no, the week after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Yeah, basically we have to go home for Thanksgiving and this lady lives in the... That, you know... School up north. You don't live in the school up north. I don't live in
0: U of M. <laughs>
1: you know, no. I don't. Okay. You know, she just lives in Michigan, a great place, by the way. I'm not even from Ann Arbor. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't think you were. I knew. I knew you were from the, you know, different area. Anyway, seriously, okay, we have zones, right? <laughs> They're zonies, there. <laughs> so, um, if you go to Shmuel, Shmeet, um, you know that there's this place called Adriaticos and... Ooh. The the pizza
0: is okay, but the calzones... The calzones is If you're going to Adriatico's, skip the pizza. Do yourself a favor, skip the pizza, get a calzone. Here's the thing. In my book,
1: pizza shouldn't have this thing called sheet cheese, where, like, the cheese is in, like, one cohesive sheet on top of the pizza. It should be, like, sprinkled mozzarella,
0: not just, like, we're gonna shingle this shit on like it's a fucking roof, you know? But, like... Also, it's just kind of average in all aspects. Like, the crust especially is just, like, mediocre. Well, if you're gonna go for pizza here, you should go to Catfish Biff's anyway. I've never been to Catfish Biff's. It's so good. Do they have catfish? Probably not. (laughs) Okay. Well,
1: fair enough. I've never walked in and been like, I'm gonna order the catfish. (laughs) It's a bluff. They're bluffing. Catfish and bluff, you know? (laughs) Oof. Ugh, okay, anyway, here, let's let's talk about things today. We wanted to do a podcast with, like, a witchy theme, so we thought we'd maybe do, like, I don't know, some tarot, some talk-in, some conversation about, you know, witchy stuff, and we thought we'd review these cowzones, because we're just two friends that were hanging out, and we're like, oof, we need another
0: episode. <laughs> Basically, we're like, if Ben Wyatt had a podcast... I don't know if anybody got that reference, Parks and Rec is a quality show. It
1: is a quality show. He is... He's... Okay, to be honest, I don't like Ben Wyatt. And I don't like the actor that plays him. Why not? (laughs) His face is just so... You don't like his face? I... Okay, here's the thing. I I don't like him because it's like... He's just kind of like a...
0: He's a schmuck, you know? The background is about to get kind of loud and I apologize in advance I have no control over this (laughs) if I did I honestly you're the RA that's exactly what you're supposed to have (laughs) technically we're five minutes away from quiet hours
1: Mm. nuh-uh because it's
0: is it 11
1: oh it isn't no I thought it was 1am I don't know like regardless we're very
0: far away from quiet hours for them yes but you know It's twenty four seven courtesy hours, so if I ask you to be quiet, you should just shut up. Um, But (laughs) yeah, all the time just calls me like, "Shut up, Alex!" (laughs) (laughs) I can hear her just like blocks away. I'm like, "No, be quiet. It's quiet hours."
1: was just saying every single time I wake up at night to go to the bathroom, I trip over everything in the house. Like it doesn't. It could be on the other side of the damn room, and I'd be like tripping over it. You know. You see the
0: movie <laughs> traps I have set out. Like if I have to pee in the middle of the night, I just don't. I just lie in bed and suffer through it.
1: You just pee in your bed like a normal person.
0: These weird. Do you first to
1: sleep? No. Um.
0: I'm kidding.
1: i no. She's a real serious
0: guy. Is like she's out here pee in the bed. Yeah, look, so its a very personal problem, and I can't believe you would just expose me like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I'm terrible. <laughs> they will say, of all the foods we've eaten thus far, I say all of them, of all two other foods we've eaten so far, this seems like the most portable. This is super good and super portable. Like, you could fit this in your little
1: kangaroo pocket if you own an anorak.
0: Iconic. And, like, for seasonality... Anytime. I will eat a calzone in the dead heat of summer. Literally 125 degrees. Just to put the calzone in the refrigerator and give it 120,
1: to 120, blink 182, whatever it is.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I just yucked. I need to stop.
1: Here's the thing. I really should not eat cheese. Like, I just shouldn't do that. Because, like, my stomach is like, man. Okay, especially, here's the thing. After I haven't eaten for a while, my stomach
0: is just like... Listen, miss, we need some food, and preferably a
1: vegetable.
0: God! But here's the thing. I don't even think we have room to talk about cheese, because you literally had peanut butter today.
1: Okay, I am sorry. Here's the thing. I'm allergic to peanut butter in that it just doesn't... It, when I was little, it used to make me really tired, and now it just makes my like mouth a little itchy. And it's fine. Like, if I eat a bunch of peanuts, I might be in trouble. But, you know, to be honest, a doctor was never like, yes, you have a peanut, but- like a peanut allergy... I was just like, this doesn't feel nice, you know?
0: I'm also, sorry, I burped. But I also never really had allergy testing, I don't think. So who knows what I'm allergic to. As a side note, and because you mentioned cheese, like, you know, people are legitimately lactose intolerant and they're out here just eating like full on macaroni and cheese with like two scoops of ice cream on top and finishing it off with a shot of whole milk. And you're just like, <laughs> why? Okay, we have a friend that actually just drinks milk <gasps> casually. Oh my God, you
1: lost him. No,
0: I'm just... Gross. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I just washed this. It's
1: fine. She spilled something I on herself. Did. It's fine. I'm a child. Oh, my God. Okay. They've
0: been You're a human a
1: being. On. Just shut up. Just let me live. Um, We have a friend that actually just drinks milk for fun, and she went to, like, Korea over the summer,
0: and she, like... They have different flavors of milk there, apparently. She was in milk heaven. She... She was like sending us about this milk She was like guys they have banana milk and strawberry milk And we were like this is good but Oh what I... was
1: the one that she really liked Was it melon milk? Honeydew? I uh, thought it was melon It was some sort of milk. melon
0: Yeah it was definitely melon um, Here's my thing I don't drink milk mm-mm. Like I would never like Okay I'm not gonna say never but if I had like A chocolate chip cookie or like a piece of chocolate cake Then yes I would probably not have a problem Drinking milk but I would never just be like <clears throat> Eating a regular meal and follow it up With like a glass of milk
1: I think it's no. I'm I'm an almond milk kind of gal because if I just drink a glass of milk, my stomach will be like, "Ma'am, go home." Like you cannot. Why'd you do this? It's just like
0: very heavy, and I just I don't know. It's It's not not for
1: for anybody. It's not. It's not for humans. That's the point. Like no one was like, "You can do
0: this." It's just we don't really need it as a beverage. (laughs) We don't like. It's good in like making things. I mean, yeah, but you can like still... Like, milk to me is an ingredient. It's not, like, a I beverage. I guess, but you can,
1: you can make milk-free pretty much anything, unless it's a
0: bechamel, which then you're screwed. Yeah, but I don't want to eat milk-free cheese. I want my cheesy, creamy cheese.
1: Regardless, it's just not meant for humans, man. It's just not. But here's the thing. It's still good. <laughs> Also, I said the word bechamel to someone the other day, and they were like, "What is that? What do you
0: mean?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's just like it's a- from the opening of Moby Dick. Call me bechamel. <laughs> I understand that it's bechamel. So I just, I get out of your own door. Cancel me.
1: Um, no, but like they were very confused as to what I was talking about. I was like, "Oh, you know, when you make a roux," and they were like, "Then what's that?" And I'm like, "All oh, right, S- step like, one.
0: You know what flour is." It's like, <laughs> So, I had to teach, I was um, doing a cooking event, like, maybe a week ago. Oof. And this, like, there's this really cute, sweet resident of mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is so helpful. He, like, he came to my event earlier. He was like, hey, do you need any help? I heard it was just, like, you cooking all this food for, like, 20 people. And I'm like, yes, please. I'm <laughs> dying. And he's like, cool. Uh, I'm not really a cook, but I'll do my best. And, you know, I was like, we're going to make a roux. And he just sat there, and he was, like, ready to learn. He was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And I'm like, I love very it when sweet, are ready to learn. very sweet young person. Wow, I
1: here's the thing. I ran a committee dedicated to food for a whole year, I mean a year and a half if you count like, you know, when I was just basically in charge. <laughs> but Fair enough. The thing is, is that like people will do things like say they're interested in cooking. like know how to cook when in reality it's like I've made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day for 17 years I made a bowl of cereal once and didn't burn
0: it like okay
1: (laughs) yeah and like I remember there was this one time where I had a food event to run but I was at work so I told my like the other person that was supposed to be running this committee with me like do do your best man and he proceeded to do his worst um (laughs) So I had to literally text you and all of my friends and be like, you need to get over there now. Help me. <laughs> like, because when you're at work and you're getting texts from people
0: being like, they're not
1: seasoning the chicken. I mean, you just, why?
0: I'm like, can I tell you what I saw when I walked into this room? <laughs> Go ahead, so I was like, them. I just came downstairs. So I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? Because I don't want like just walk in and take charge of the situation. Like, I don't know what they're up to. So I'm just asking around. Um, and the people who are like making burgers, they look at me and they're like, you need to check on this chicken. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, so I walk over and I'm like, Hey, so do you guys need any help with the chicken or anything? And the girl who was like making the chicken, she's like, no, we've got it. And I was like, Oh, can I just like check on it? Do you mind? She's like, whatever, go ahead. Um, so I open the oven <laughs> and there's just like a pan with kind of like high edges. It's like a surfing, one of those surfing tray mm-hmm. things. Um, and it's just filled halfway with water and sitting in the water like weird little stepping stones in a pond (laughs) are like halfway frozen chicken breasts and i'm like oh and mind you this event is in like 30 minutes 30 35 minutes and i'm like oh do you think this is gonna be ready in time and she's like yeah of course why wouldn't it be
1: And I'm just sitting here like,
0: well, because the chicken is half frozen, and you are trying to boil it, presumably, in an oven. It's
1: like Captain America stealing that ice. You know,
0: (laughs) we we gotta chip him out. Ugh, throwing that mighty mighty shield. Wow, I just. Can we talk about the seasoning incident though? Okay, no. Okay, so I'm like, hey. Um, the event is in like 30, 35 minutes. Do you mind if I take some of this chicken and I cook it on the other side? She's like, Um, why? And I'm like, I just want to make sure people have food to eat when they get here. <laughs> and she's like, Okay, whatever. So I take uh, half the chicken from the pan. I let her do whatever she wants to do with the other, but I take half the chicken from the pan um, and I'm like cooking over there. I get a little salt, a little pepper. I think I had like. Maybe like onion powder or something. I think it was just seasoned in salt and pepper because I'm not trying to go overboard. I'm I love just good like, season and salt. Yeah, I'm just trying to like get it seasoned, get it like out. My main thing is getting it cooked all the way through in time mm-hmm. for people to get there because I'm not trying to give people salmonella. That's not my like my thing. <coughs> um So she like walks through the room. She's like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm seasoning the chicken." She's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Are you asking me why I'm seasoning the chicken or like what specifically?" And she's like. <laughs> Well, I already seasoned it. I'm just looking at this pale ass chicken. This chicken is white as snow, not a fleck of anything on there. Um, And so I'm like, oh, what did you use? And she was like, oh, well, I used rosemary, I would just like to say. There was not a fleck, again, of anything on this chicken. So she ate
1: rosemary like three
0: days prior, and just like (laughs) breathed over (laughs) the chicken. She She ran through a field with a ziploc bag, just opened opened it it up in in the room with the chicken. (laughs) She like it was like a whisper of rosemary, not like the actual like herb. As in, she whispered the word rosemary above this chicken as if that was perhaps going to season <laughs> these, it. These chickens were naked. like As ugh. if perhaps the chicken had once eaten rosemary well, in its life prior <laughs> yes. to being... So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm just going to put a little seasoned salt and pepper on it. And she's like, oh my god, you're going to over-season it. And First I'm of like, all, wh- where? I'm like, honey... I'm First of all, I
1: don't think this girl has ever tasted seasoning. Like, I worry cuz she's like is always is she sensitive? like sensitive. <laughs> well, she was
0: like always cooking for her boyfriend too. Yeah, but we know that guy. <laughs>
1: Mind. One time, <laughs>
0: they were literally cooking and set off a fire alarm. It was a lot.
1: This man tried to flip a pancake once and he was just <laughs> like,
0: oop, and it just didn't work. It ended up the like vine? A... You know the vine where they try to flip the pancake <laughs> the the pan just comes off yes. the handle. Okay, that's basically this man This man is the crazy embodiment
1: crazy. of that movie. Keep in mind, he runs the food committee now, like
0: is a mistake but <laughs> i mean you you gotta work it's a decision it is a decision and like here's the thing you don't have to be the best it's something to be in charge you just kind of have to like be aware that some people might be better and like kind of put those people it, in charge you have to know how to direct a situation like it'd be nice
1: if you could just
0: like understand basics. like basics like
1: you know i'm not saying you have to be good but like you you need to have the ability
0: to at least Google how to make something, and mm-hmm. you have to be able to read a wiki how, you know. Uh, I don't think you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, you're gonna you're gonna overseason this chicken, and we're just like, oh my god, whatever. Because I'm just like, p- like pan cooking this chicken. I'm like, keep whatever. in mind, friendship shout out Alexis was out here
1: the whole damn time, just like doing her job you know
0: she really was doing her job
1: she was doing the most and the best and she like took control of some of this chicken and this girl had
0: the nerve to shade her afterwards like not even after like she literally while we're out there cooking this chicken trying to get it ready for this event um and make sure people have like something to eat that is cooked a all the way through and b doesn't taste terrible Mm mm-hmm She like grabs her boyfriend who is like in charge of this committee, and she like drags him outside. And this boy is like bless his heart because he was actively trying to get this event together because he was looking, he was like getting salads out, getting serving utensils, things like that. Um, So she like drags him away from doing his job so she can like complain about everyone. Literally for ten minutes, yeah, like about oh my god, these mean girls. They didn't want me to give simonella to an entire dorm. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. just trying to poison the people. <laughs> Why won't they let me? But and, I'm like,
1: like, here's the thing. We don't mean to make fun of her because I understand you might not, like...
0: And, like, I understand from her perspective it's very much people are just coming in and taking over the thing that you were given responsibility over. And that can be, like, very, like... Mean girly. Yeah, or, like, seem condescending, or, like, people don't trust you to do your job. Well, I didn't trust her to do her job, to be fair, so. But, like, I can't understand, like, her being upset, but, like, also. I don't care. I just, at that point for me, it was more about, like, getting this done and out so that we didn't have, like, disappointed and angry people. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, and when I got home, you wouldn't believe, like, first of all, the dishes situation. Like, I had just come home from, like, a really long shift at working at a, you know, With a bunch of plants. It was a very fun job. But all I did for, you know, a solid eight hours was just work. And then I come home and I'm like, there
0: is a mess in this kitchen. But I will say this. Okay. So, you know, good old Alexis. Love her. Um, She's, after we finish this whole thing, people are out there enjoying the food. Mm -hmm. We've gotten a couple of compliments on the chicken. Mm Mm-hmm this girl who was supposed to be checking the cooking the chicken initially she goes and she's like i don't know it was a little dry for me oh my god to like good old alexis alexis and i'm just like oh my god i cannot i cannot believe you just said that because wow Mm ma'am wow rather have dry chicken. First of all, chicken was not dry. But I'd rather have dry chicken than, like, you know. Food poisoning. Like, <laughs> you know. Trying to yeah. bake chicken or boil chicken in an oven. Because, yeah. like, you're not baking it if the pan is halfway full of water.
1: It's really... I don't... And here's the thing. I had somebody... I told this story to somebody, and they were like, oh, no, that's just, like, a technique to defrost chicken. And I'm like, I don't think you understand what time restraint we were on and how, like, seriously this girl thought it was gonna be done in 35 minutes, you know? Because, like, that's not a that's not a thing. That's not a mood,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like, at that well, point, you need to give up on the whole defrosting situation and just, like, get to it, you uh, know? Exactly. But that's neither here nor there. I... <laughs> wow, what an experience. Oh, this... And
1: here's the thing... I- this place is like, to me, I don't understand what- why it, ha, it has to happen this way, you know? Sometimes you're just like, why do we have to operate at such a
0: really shitty level? Yeah, I don't know. I I genuinely wish it was different, but, you know, we're here. And also, this place is haunted AF. She's spooky. I don't know if it's haunted. It just definitely has bad energy.
1: There is bad juju in this place.
0: Like I don't. Mm. You walk in here and you just feel it. Something <laughs> in the air is just off, and you're like, oof. There's crusty people living here, and their negative energy is making the e- air equally as crusty. Here's the thing: it festers and it stays, because like people will leave their baggage behind and be like, oh, I just. Here's the thing: I don't even feel bad for the people. Well, I do feel bad for the people who live here, like right now. But like the people who have to like. Deal with the manifestation of this bad energy in like ten years. Oof, because oh, like they're prepared. These were built in like nineteen ninety something, so they're like relatively new for buildings on campus.
1: But in terms of living situations, they're relatively like
0: it has like over twenty years of bad juju. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, but you know it really do be like that sometimes. It do. It do. And here's the thing: I like to burn candles which I'm technically not allowed to do in the storm, so I have not burned any candles in a hot minute. So I'm just going on sheer, like, you know. Hope. Yeah. A Oh, women a prayer that this negative entertains <laughs> A whisper is of rosemary. Oh. oh my god. A whisper of rosemary. That's the name of my novel. But, That's um, the name of
1: my perfume. Rosemary.
0: <laughs> for women. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> Anywho. Maybe it was all, like, a gimmick to, like, promote her perfume it could have been i kind of hope it was
1: i don't think she's that smart
0: <laughs> oh well but you know but yeah no i like to burn candles like i have um as you know different colors candles uh correspond with like different energies and like repel different energies and whatever so i like to burn candles i cannot do that because it's open flames are a fire hazard i said it in a dumb voice they are legitimately a fire hazard but like Yeah, 0 out of 10 would not recommend. Yeah. (laughs) That would be a wild ride. But yeah, I can't burn anything in here, so I'm just like, okay, so we're just gonna... Don't mess with me. Don't mess
1: with me, Juju. We're good. Okay, here's the thing. This leads us into our... Like, you know stirring the pot, I guess. I don't know. Here's the do thing. Do we even have segments? <laughs> well here's the thing. segments who is she? I'm um but here's the thing. We when I first moved here, I I'm very witchy in my vibes. So I do things like I'm a I'm a tarot reader and it's a really fun practice. But when I got to like the storm, I was not having it. Like the energy in this place, there was something not good in it. And I just think it's just the manifestation of all these living energies that just get left behind because in my book I think that you know, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, I believe more in spirits mm-hmm. and I think that you know malevolent energy can sometimes be left behind negative energy from the living instead of oh, yeah. you know left behind energy from the
0: dead you know especially if you're not like during your life like expressing like especially if you just keep things bottled up you know That energy festers in the place that you, like, reside. So, like, when you walk into someone who's, like, having a really shitty, like, day or week, their room, it's going to feel, like, a little off.
1: Yeah, and I remember feeling that when I came to this place. And you would not... you, You couldn't even... I can't even count how many times I would just, like, try to cleanse the area. And here's the thing. I fully believe that, you know... If you don't want any negativity in terms of, like, energy, living or dead, in your home, you can establish enough of a hard, like, presence in that place so that it can't infiltrate. So, you know, you're just out here being like, this is my space. And when people walk in, they know. And if energy tries to, like, come knocking at my door, it's... it Nope. Not happening. So... I don't know, I just, I didn't feel really right here. Cause it was
0: just like- No, and like, I'm very much a vibes person. <laughs> I love like, vibes. You see someone and you like immediately, like you get a vibe, <laughs> either you mesh with it or you don't. <laughs> a lot of the people that I met, like my first year, like some people just have like very like casual, like neutral vibes, mm-hmm. but like sometimes you meet a person and you're just like, mm, not a good vibe, not my vibe, I'm not here for it. Yeah. And like, typically when I go against these vibes, I'm usually like, oh, yeah, well, this was a mistake. I did this to me. I played myself. Done, did. So, you know, even if you're not, like, big on, like, energy, like, trust a vibe, man. Oh, yeah, trust a vibe real quick because,
1: to be honest, it just, it's it's hard to, here's the thing. I was talking to one of our friends last night about this. It's like, sometimes it feels harder to deal with, like, the living negative energy than it is to deal with, like, dead people negative energy. Because I feel like I don't feel like ghosts exist in terms of like somebody died and their ghost is coming to haunt me. Ooh, Casper! If if It's more like a, I feel like this, you know, this person passed away and like their leftover energy kind of manifested and just it doesn't know where to go. You know, more like a spirit thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel that that's very, you know, you can call me stupid and you can call me a hack if you want to, but like, I've seen some stuff. It's I have had some paranormal experiences where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to not deal with this because spooky, you know?
0: And, like, here's the thing. I don't think Patrick Swayze is going to come and try to make pottery with me. Like, I don't think that's the situation at all. <laughs> but I do think, like, the energy that you have will, like, stay with you and stay with the things that you held closest to you. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. And I think definitely, like, it plays into, like, the energy you have while you're living and like alive like your like your energy is very present in your home I assume my energy is very present in my home and like a lot of the times I think it's easier for people to like deal with the energy that like people who have passed on leave behind because like their problems are done they're over they're like not gonna really affect that much in the present Mm -hmm. but like if somebody is having like a lot of negative energy like now in the present and that's what's affecting their like you know their whole vibe and mojo and whatever the heck you want to call it that's something you have to address and like kind of not be afraid of confrontation to deal with because it could affect things in the present which is why i think people kind of stray away from
1: that and that's like that's kind of where my confrontational nature stems so i don't know it If some of you know me personally, you know exactly how confrontational I am and how I'll like, you know, come up to you right quick and be like, here's the thing, girl. And I think that part of my confrontational nature is that when I was younger, I had a couple of paranormal experiences and my mom is also very spiritual. She's, you know, hey, Um, she's very into all of that stuff. And she's the one that taught me how to read tarot and whatever. And she's like spooky sometimes like she can just like she can get a whiff of you from like the parking
0: lot and she'll be like "Mm I know what's going on in her life you know it's so, like tell me though because I don't know what's going on in my life listen come
1: back to my hometown with me and
0: Gloria's gonna tell ya you know
1: <laughs> we're going road trip Um, but anyway so like when I had you know some paranormal experiences my mom was always like okay here's what you do to get rid of like this you know negative energy And it was always sort of like, you know, establish your dominance and confront, you know, this thing and say like, you're not welcome here. You know, you don't belong here. I'm living.
0: I have more power than you do. And you have to really believe it. You can't just sit there and be like, oh, you know? Yeah. I feel like my, because like my family is fairly like religious. Like my mom was a Sunday school teacher for a time. Oof. Yeah. Um. So like, it's never like that, but our thing is always like, don't speak it into existence, you know, which I feel like follows along the same vibes because like you are, if you're saying don't speak something into existence, then you are to some degree, like, suggesting that your energy has like some sort of power over the energy around you. And if you're putting negative energy into the air around you, you're going to, like, manifest negative things. Oh, my God, yeah. So, like, I feel like people don't think about that and, like, how much power their words have in affecting the energies around them. Like, not to be, like, that basic person who's, like, good vibes only. But but good vibes only. Good vibes only. Do not come at me with that negative nonsense because I cannot.
1: And the thing is, is that, you know, I don't understand when people don't believe in, like, karma or, you know, in, like, Wicca, it's the threefold law. Like, whatever you do is going
0: to come back so you better make sure that it's good and like even if that's not your thing and you're like oh i'm like a science person every action has an equal and opposite reaction so if you want to apply that to any concept in your life this is probably the one because like you can't just do things and not expect it to balance itself out
1: yeah i remember in um high school speaking of Science. I remember in high school, when I was in, like, this physics class, somebody, Uh you know, I was talking about how I did tarot with, you know, to somebody, I don't remember, and like, I was talking about it, and they were like, um, I don't understand how that works like, scientifically, and I was like, oh, so I was just able to understand that, like, maybe I can use quantum physics to explain this, and like, back then, it made a lot of sense to me, and I could do it, and still, you know, now I'm guessing that the... The idea still remains. Like, energy interacts with energy, man. And if you're out here, like, holding objects in your hands and, you know, they have a very neutral energy, they're going to take on yours right quick and they're going to, like, fall into positions that they need to fall in. So in my opinion, it can all be explained through energy, if you will. Um, So.
0: But no, and, like, kind of going off of that, you know, when you see, like, the medium shows and things like that. And they're like... Mm-hmm. Where they pick up, like, somebody's item and they're like, and oh, my clear, God. I
1: think that's called sentience.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can they pick up somebody's item and they're like, immediately, they're like, ooh, this is bad or ooh, this is good. Because, mm-hmm. like, not to be, like, but, like, you can, tr- like, your energy is left on, like, Yeah, I'm just, like, trying to say words and it's not working. But, like, the things <laughs> that so you own <laughs> typically don't have, like, a positive or negative like, energy, just because, like, it's a water bottle, you know? Yeah. Like, what's a, Unless it's, like, something that has deeply already... Deeply personal. Deeply personal or has been, like, passed down to you or, like, given to you by a friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it makes sense that, like, in those... Again, I hate to reference these shows because I don't know, like... Well, here's... A, I think some of them... Here's the thing.
1: I think they take a person that has actual talent and they turn them into a TV personality. So most of it's probably staged, but at some point in this person's life, they were like
0: yeah, no, this is something that I do. So, you know. And I kind of hate that because then it loses, like, credibility for anybody who's ever, like, yeah, Yeah. energy and vibes. And then you just seem like a hippy-dippy weirdo. And I'm like, listen, you can say what you want, but, like... Or, like, you know how it's become kind of cool to be, like... Oh, I'm, like, a science person. I don't believe in, like, anything spiritual. Back to these engineers that are screwing us over. <laughs> Just, ugh. Are we an engineer, an anti-engineer podcast? <laughs>
1: you know what? If you're an engineer and you listen to this podcast and you're like, I'm not like that, then, like, here's the thing. You should know that this is not directed towards you. Same with, like, those memes that are, like, all men are trash. And then the men who aren't trash are, like, not offended by it because they're like, yeah, a lot of men are trash then I would never do something, like, personally to hurt anybody. You know, if you're not offended by it, and you don't take personal offense to it, it's then you're probably, probably not. It's probably not about you. It's, but if you do, honey, I have a news for you. You
0: are that man. <laughs> you are that man. You are that engineer. You are that individual. If you are looking at this post and going, or, like, somebody's coming and going, but actually, I would never. You are right oh, now. Oh That's I love- you. Speaking
1: of... Oh, my God. I love our well-actually friends. Because we have some friends that I love them
0: dearly. But they're always like, um, well-actually. And it's and so it's stupid. Like, oh, you don't... I believe you. I know you're smart. You don't have to prove Here's it. Here's the to me.
1: Smart people Olympics. Dumbest thing in the world, okay? I don't need you out here telling me, like jumping through hoops to tell me how something works because A, it's condescending, and B, I don't care, okay? There are things that people have tried to explain to me about, like, um... I'm trying to think of an example, like... Uh, Okay, so like when I was younger, I lived in a different country and they'll try to explain to me things about that country. And I'll be like, listen, I was just there being a kid. And if I ever went back to live there, I'd be there for like the 30 hour work week and the free healthcare."
0: Okay, whatever. The worst thing is when somebody tries to explain to you like something you're already knowledgeable about and like... Mm -hmm. It's common knowledge that you're knowledgeable about it, but they want to prove that they know more than you on the subject. And it's like, I'm not going to engage in this game with you. So you can just say your little bit, feel smart, and I'm just going to sit here and be like, okay, sure, whatever.
1: Yeah. And to be fair, I think a lot of that comes from people like growing up in places where they had to prove they were smart or like, it comes from a place where they want to be accepted. And I get it. Like, that's terrible. You know, that you constantly like
0: feel the need to be accepted among a friend group that you have because, you know, or just like in general because there's always like that kid in the class who's like I'm going to raise my hand and prove that I did Ooh. the reading and I'm smarter than everybody in this room and everybody's just like, we get it. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> I hate it when I'm in this Men and Women in Society class and people in that class will not stop raising their hands to contribute to like a conversation and I'm like, listen, I'm literally here for an hour and 20 minutes. A whole hour and 20 minutes to get as much information I can from this lady that's going to be on the exam. So if you keep interrupting her with like, um, blah, blah, blah,
0: I'm not going to like you, you like know? If you're t- Tangent isn't going to be on this exam. I don't care oh for my God.
1: it. You know, and the funny thing is that my freshman year, I once had a professor who would put tangents on the exam as bonus questions. Like, on this
0: day, what dumb thing did Kyle say? You know? I'm like, bet. Then I'm listening to everything Kyle says. I have a recorder. Kyle's phone is bugged. I know Cut. but that's not... <laughs> I've bugged his phone. I broke into his house. I've interviewed his girlfriend. I just... We know. We know everything about Kyle. Got but in no. a cheek swab. Oh my god. Um, so there's this... Were you here when this guy used to live in the dorm? I don't know what guy it is, but probably. He's the same name as Alexis's uh, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and a, he was a little I've had creepy. interactions
1: with him. I've had so many interactions. This is the guy that actually told one of my really good friends that... Oh, you know, I see that you have medications on your shelf for uh, you know, depression and anxiety. You know, I think if you just like had a positive outlook, maybe you could overcome those (gasps) things. You're
0: like, here's my thing. Here's my biggest pet peeve. When people find out you have like anxiety or depression, they're just like they recommend something that they once heard, and they're just like, if you just did yoga and aligned your chakra, I just really feel like, and I'm like, "Mm," you feel like the serotonin would re-enter my body, like, (laughs)
1: yeah, if you crack an egg in your morning cereal, "Mm," you know. Exercise! Really oh my god, no. My thing with that one is this guy like literally took this man's medication off of the shelf and was like, huh. And well, like that's like, so rude to like go through so somebody's
0: mean. personal like items and just read... Like, their little medication or whatever. That's so intrusive. The
1: funny thing about that situation, though, is later that night, we all went to hookah, like, as a group. And halfway through, he's like, I'm not really liking it. Like, he never said anything. All of a sudden, out of the blue, he had just been, like, doing hookah the whole damn night. He looked at me in the eyes and went, I don't really like this. You know? I don't like this at all and I'm like there's a bus outside right now go home and he's like what and I'm like you need to run to that bus and you need <laughs> no, to go what? home and this man immediately got up and ran outside to what? the bus because I was like get not help. <laughs> So if that doesn't tell you about me. No, I literally have
0: my, okay, I have to share with you my two favorite interactions with this man. Can't wait. So he used to live right next to me. (laughs) And like, here's the thing. My first thing about him is like a little, it does not know the meaning of personal space. Uh This isn't really related to the Stu stories. yeah, the entire time we like, he was always like, I don't don't like this. I don't like that. No. But like, here's the thing. Uh, he would like because we were neighbors and I was like mm-hmm. nice and like a freshman, so I just didn't know. Don't I, was, you hate a mis- when I that. was a mistake, and I was like, "Ooh, when you you know when you're accidentally nice to a man and they take that as more than it needs to be." And I'm just you know, always <laughs> like, I just need to stop being nice to <laughs> Um But like he would like knock on my door, and me and my roommate would be like, "Don't answer the door, we're not <laughs> on. don't breathe too loud." But yeah, so one of our other neighbors. Oof, um, But yeah, so uh, so it was me and my roommate at the time and this other guy who lived in the dorm. Room. We were all on like the front porch steps because mm-hmm. um, I think we were waiting to go to an event or something like that. So mm-hmm. we were just chatting with this guy. Um, and so this man, I don't know how it came up, but he's like, guys, what's the gayest thing you've ever done? <laughs> and so this other boy who's out here with us, and he's probably, he's like not sure if he's serious. And he's like, uh, probably have sex with a man. <laughs> and this boy, he was so shook because he was just like, he did it's not that he didn't like condone gayness. He just didn't believe that gay people existed. Like Apparently. that they were real. And like that shook me more than anything, like any homophobic thing that I've ever heard. Cause it's like one thing to be like, I don't support this. Or like, I don't, I'm not here for the gays. But like, uh, to be like, I tried to they're shut real. <laughs> they're like they exist. Oh
1: my god, like that mascara from Benefit, they're real. Like, <gasps>
0: yeah. So he was just so shook about that. I was like, is oh. this your first? I don't know if he thought like <laughs> all gay people were just pretending to be
1: gay. No, they all live in like California and New York and they
0: could <laughs> be in Ohio. But that was just wild to me. And like the other thing that he did was which was I just found incredibly wild. <laughs> um so he tagged along with me and my friends. It was the ladies. Mm-hmm. And we went to go get sushi. Because he's like, oh my god, I love sushi. I usually like to take girls to sushi for a first date. And we were like, Ugh. oh my god. ooh, Did not ask. Do not care. But yeah, I guess you can come with us, us to get you sushi. All on a first date. Uh, <laughs> I believe that man's maybe went on one single first date in his life. A I man's never gotten a second date, probably, <laughs> is where I'm getting at. Uh, but yeah, so we're all at the sushi place Mm -hmm. and he's like uh wasabi is so spicy wouldn't it be wild if i just like shoved it all in your face and he's like talking to my friend and i'm like yeah that would be weird and like my friend's like yeah that would be weird he reaches across the table and smears wasabi in this girl's face is it one of our girlies yes (laughs) which one (laughs) i would have killed him Literally ask her about this because we were all so shook. We didn't like expect him to do this. We were like, mm, he's not going to actually because that would be crazy. He's not crazy. He's a little off, but that's a weird. No, he's a little bit crazy. <laughs> but yeah. He's
1: lucky that she has like such a tolerance for spice because she only eats really spicy food. She's a spicy lady. <laughs> Here's the thing. I can handle spicy foods, and like, you know. I never really have a problem with eating them or anything, but Caitlin came over to my house one time to make chili with me. This girl put so much Cajun seasoning in in there, like, it cleared my sinuses.
0: A <laughs> like, single I, whiff.
1: I, like, I had one
0: bite and I was like, I am awake. <laughs> it was, oh, wild. No, she, she likes herself some spicy food, which I appreciate, like- mm-hmm. I did not know that my, like, family made, like, spicy spice. Like, it's not spicy. I don't think that I have a good concept of spice. Mm-hmm. It's like, one time, uh, I think it was in, like, middle school or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I guess it was, like, high school. Try and I had a friend over. <laughs> Enjoy that calzone. <laughs> yeah, I will. What's the crunch factor on her? Is <laughs> there about, like, a She's crunch soft. factor? She's soft
1: on the inside, but crunchy on the outside. It's, yeah. like, perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a five.
0: I give her a five. She's like the perfect... You know what? We don't even need to go through the, like... Other factors. Five, five. Fives across the board. <laughs> wow. Well, five out of five, just to clarify. Oh, so good. <laughs> no, 50% mediocre. Would not eat, even though I would literally... Like, look, I would Zones order a million of Perfect pocket food.
1: I'm going to serve these as my wedding, you know? <laughs> Please get calzones
0: for your wedding.
1: Of course. A hundred percent would. But... Oh look at the mini calzones <gasps> yes. they give them food poisoning. I hope um, this doesn't like give me food poisoning. Anyway,
0: continue. So the the, the first time I I'm just gonna talk about the first time I ever had a calzone really quick. Because It's important information <laughs> oh God, for the okay. people to know. Um so there's this place called DP Doe.
1: Mm, I know what you're talking about.
0: And there's like it's like a chain I guess. So they have one here and they have one um where my brother goes to school. And so I went to go visit him and he was like, hey, you've never had a calzone, right? And I was like, yes, correct. But I love pocket food. He's like, we'll go get a calzone. (laughs) So I got this chicken parm calzone and it was the most delicious thing I've ever put in my, or like one of the most delicious things. Like I always get from Adriatico's, which is where we got these calzones. I always get the honey Dijon um, calzone Mm -hmm. and it's be good, Mm. would recommend. Yeah, I got the pesto chicken
1: calzone. It was really good. Because I don't like super cheesy things. Mm-hmm. And this one just had
0: ricotta, which is okay. That and goat cheese, my favorite cheeses, you know? But yeah. So going back to like the spice thing, I just, I guess I never registered that my parents like made spicy food or that the food was even mildly spicy. Because this girl came over for dinner in like high school or whatever. Mom and blown. we had chili and she was like, this is really spicy. And we are all just like eating at the table and we're like, oh. okay (laughs) maybe i don't know
1: oh my favorite thing oh no continue
0: oh i was just gonna say this other time i worked because i used to work at a deli (laughs) i used to (laughs) yeah but so we had this one chickpea and lentil soup and it's so good it's amazing um it's vegan but (laughs) anywho i should come (laughs) time. yeah oh my god it's actually really good Mm -hmm. um but this couple came in and they were like yeah can we get the chickpea and lentil soup and i was like yeah sure no problem And so I give them their soup and they're sitting down at the counter or whatever they're eating their soup. And the woman, like I'm like stacking cups or whatever, uh, pretending to be productive. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and this woman comes over and she's like, excuse me, miss. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. She's like, you didn't tell us the soup was spicy. And I was like, (laughs) Um, no I did not she was like well you should really warn people about the spiciness of this soup I'm like ma'am I asked you if you wanted a (laughs) sample of this soup and you said no so I just assumed but also I don't think the soup is that spicy full on you can't do this to people from this woman she was so offended she looked (laughs) like I had just like I don't know burned the taste buds off of her and her entire family she just set her whole
1: family on fire with (laughs) this soup
0: Basically, like, and then oh I cursed God. her, like, children, grandchildren, for years to come to feel the burn of the soup forever. So Oof. I was just like, "Ma'am, I don't know what to tell you about the soup. I'm sorry, but oh anywho, I apparently don't have a concept for how spicy things are."
1: Yeah, no, I get that. And like, when I was, when I was, <laughs> when I was younger, I remember going to a restaurant and getting. First of all, I love carbonara. Carbonara holds a special place in my heart. It's just so good. And I remember going to this restaurant, and me and my mom both ordered the carbonara, and my mom had to send hers back because it was so spicy. And I was like, why is it spicy? Because, like, you know, I I didn't think it was spicy. Turns out, you know, it just had so much, like, fresh ground pepper on her on like the carbonara that it was just burning my mom's ears and I'm like I think I have a problem because like it was so cuz like here's the thing I wouldn't say that I can like I'm like crazy good at handling spice but I will you know put tabasco on everything (laughs) oh yeah
0: tabasco is good though
1: oh i love tabasco here's
0: the thing i don't condone just adding spice for the sake of being like oh my god i can handle so much spice no if you're not like adding flavor like with the spice like what's the point
1: here's the thing i know these idiot boys right Mm. so when i was in my sophomore year i knew this guy who was just fucking terrible he was so Terrible as, like, a person, mm-hmm. you know? And he lived, like, at the end of my hall, and he always had, like, his friends from home over because he lived 15 minutes away. Oh. And one time they came into our common room, they are like, we have this is really hot hot sauce, we're gonna take a bite of it. And I'm like, this is gonna end poorly for you? <laughs> like, who cares? So they, are, like, are all, you know, ready to do it, and all of them, like, take a little... You know, taste of this hot sauce, and they're all just like writhing around on the floor in pain, like, oh, it hurts so bad. What did they
0: think? I don't know what What they thought was gonna happen. happen. But I
1: remember after a while, I was just so tired of hearing them be like, ugh. (laughs) And I just gave them a giant, like, jug of almond milk, and I was like, you can pay me back later. No. Let them suffer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry that was such a weird laugh I didn't know what I was trying Oh that's cute Maybe there's something to cure
1: dumbness In this book Okay so we have this book right It's called uh, Grimoire for the Green Witch It's just like a cute thing that my mom got me A while ago And here's the thing I'm not saying out here like I'm a witch it's more like I definitely think there are You know different ways to call positive Energy to you and I feel like a lot of times It can be in the form of something that resembles a spell but i just think it's you know i think it's nice in terms of like you know i'm not out here saying like i've you know dancing to the moon naked it's more like i think this stuff is nice although that's not that bad
0: (laughs) is that not the opening to the crucible like all the ladies are just out dancing naked
1: i'm pretty sure that happens in practical
0: magic yeah, they go on, like, a vacation to go dance naked. No, it's
1: a cel- it's a it's solstice celebration. Oh. So mm-hmm. it's like, you no. Know, Sally's leaving the house and she's like, no dancing under the moon naked. And the aunts are like, oh, no, we wouldn't let your children do that. And they come back in the morning and they're like, Mom, we danced under the moon naked. It was so fun. And you're just like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm glad these witchy ladies are doing some fun witchy things. You know... Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. We said we were going to talk about witchy stuff, so we're going to talk about witchy stuff instead of talking about idiots. Because, like... <laughs>
0: okay. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> no, fair enough, but, like, ooh, we're out here. I have very strong feelings because I've, I used to live here for a very long time. And, like, here's the thing. I was here a year before you were. And it sucked even worse then. Yeah, People enough. were dumber back then. <laughs> they were, they were dumber in the old days. They were dumber Much in the old simpler. days. No, because I come here now and I'm like,
0: I don't see that many stupid things happening. No, okay. So my residents are actually really sweet and like really good. I don't want to know what the other dorm is like. I don't know. I don't talk about it. Only my know. kids are good. I don't know. I don't care. It's none of my business. I'm not there for that tea. But yeah, I don't know. There's like a lot of cool stuff in here. I should preface uh, preface it, buddy. I should preface with the fact that I'm not super witchy. Like, here's my thing. I would never discount anything because you don't know. Look, everybody has approximately the same amount of, like, proof that their thing is real. So I'm not going to test it. I'm not going to mess with anything. Don't give me a Ouija board. I will not fuck with it. Oh, no. I screwed too hard with a Ouija board once, and it just did not end well. (laughs) I will say the one time I fucked with a Ouija board, uh, there was just one out somewhere, and, like, it was clearly, like, not a real board. It was just for, like, the lols or whatever. And so I was, like... Guys, let's do it. Let's do the Ouija board. And I like moved it to like W. <laughs> and then I moved it to like A. And I was like, I think it's trying to tell us wow. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a wow Ouija board. Why do you hate everyone?
1: I'm hilarious and people love my jokes. I thought you were going to go somewhere with like, I told it to
0: say wig. And I was like, <laughs> I don't um, even. Okay. Here's. I'm not hip With the youths. Neither does it even me. I don't
1: know. And you know what? I know another person who's trying to figure it out.
0: It's <laughs> Katy Perry. She's just trying oh, to figure no. it out. I saw this one post on like Instagram or something, or like I don't know, Twitter probably. It was like, imagine like how nervous Hannah Montana would be if she was like. Relevant now and scrolling through her posts just to see the common wig a bunch of
1: times. <laughs> I love that. I also just love all the memes about Katy Perry being like, "I'm a gay icon, right?" It's like, uh, okay, Katy, you, you can have
0: whatever, you, whatever you need to tell yourself, friend Yes. Ugh. Has she even like made music recently? I don't know. Why would I? I know? think her last thing was that whole swish swish fish, and I was like, I cannot. I cannot with this.
1: Okay. Here's the thing. I Here's my problem. That, like, a lot of times people will put, you know, certain celebrities in there just for the factor of, like, get it? It's funny? Because, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, she put... um Oh, what's her name? I think her name is, like, Christine Sidelko, I think her name is. And she put her in that music video, and, like, the whole gimmick, like, it, it was just that she was just fat. And I'm like, why? Oh, I don't like that. I don't
0: like it at all. I'm like, why... Can people just have their bodies and live? I don't think somebody's body should ever be a joke. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I feel like that should all be, we're on the same page. It's 2018. We should all be like, yeah, okay. The way somebody is physically is not a joke.
1: Yeah. And like, to be honest, you know, as a country, we don't really do much for people who are, you know, larger just because... We don't have equal access to health care for everyone. You know, we don't provide resources and education on, you know, important, like, ideas for everyone. And we especially, like, have turned, you know, food into an industry real fast. Mm-hmm. So we don't give... Like, we have food deserts and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, if we really... If you really wanted to sit out here and, like, you know, shit all over fat people, then why would you, you know make it so hard for everyone to be
0: healthy. And here's the thing. It does affect like uh, poorer communities disproportionately yeah. because of the whole food desert situation. So the closest thing to you might be like a 7-Eleven or like a McDonald's and that's mm-hmm. not going to do great for you. But then also, like, when people who are larger have, like, health problems, people just want to, like, pin it on their weight. There's an entire article mm, about that. Don't like it.
1: There's an entire article about that on, like, I think it's Huffington Post something, whatever. Um, But it's on Huffington Post about how um, a lot of times, you know, larger individuals will go to, like, a doctor's office and you know, come with like serious symptoms of things like, you know, I see a lot of women like, you know, coming there with like endometriosis symptoms, you know, people coming there with symptoms of like, you know, arthritis even. And any time like a fat person says, I'm in pain, everybody always pins it on the fact like you're fat, you just need to lose weight and it'll be fine. And especially the worst thing is when Mm -hmm. they go there and they're saying, I have an eating disorder, I don't feel good, I need help and they're just out here like, nah, keep doing what you're doing. You look great
0: like i'm Ugh. like uh, this country's screwed
1: up but let's you know let's, should we dig into this book and see yeah. what's in here let's get to witchy stuff so we can just put out the good vibes for everyone
0: because yeah. we love all of you what are we looking for so the contents has uh, circle casting s-bot s-bot, SBOT s-bat what E S B A T. Oh, s-b-a-t oh S okay and it's not like, rituals and then sabbath rituals uh, recitations Ooh, <laughs> recitation
1: By <laughs> 1240 the recitation <laughs> <laughs> gotta go
0: to that TA office hours okay, oh my sure. god one
1: time my freshman year I had this TA and like I swear to god once I saw him out and he was like I saw him out while well, like at a party and he was just <laughs> he was doing some stuff that was not right no, <laughs> bring it up get that A I mean, I really did not do well in that class, so I should have. Should have exploited
0: the opportunity. (laughs) But yeah, there's uh, rituals in general, which I guess is different than the esbat and the sabbath rituals. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we've got meditations, and then there's like
1: spells. Yeah, so like it's meant to be. So let me explain what this book is. So when you're into things like Wicca or even just like, energy in general like you can be spiritual and not be like i'm a wiccan you know you don't have to worry about that um you usually have something called a book of shadows which is a book created by yourself or like your own grimoire so you can you know keep track of what you're doing and you know for the next time what to do and what not to do and this book you just comes like you know Pre laid out for you, and it's not meant to be like your exclusive book of shadows. You probably should make one of your own because they're really nice to have. But um, yeah, no, it's just meant to like lay out some things you can do. And if you don't like something, here's the thing if you don't believe that a spell will work, it won't. And if you don't like something in a spell, change it. You don't have to constantly follow along with ingredients or certain things. There are substitutes and in fact this whole book has a lot of different like, it has the meaning of herbs, it has the meaning of certain crystals, certain colors, candles, it has the meanings of all of those in there. So if you just like don't think you need one thing and you want another thing, just substitute it. It's fine. As long as like the you know general outline is the same and you want it to do something you know and you you're trying to get it to do something, and it makes still makes sense. Then yeah, sure, why not? Hmm. Also, I literally don't believe that like there's any harm in doing any of this stuff because I'm not out here like
0: summoning a demon or anything. And then like with most things, I feel like it's about intent. So like yeah. if your intent is good, then you're fine. If you're out here trying to like mess with some people and be like problematic. Then you know you might have some things to worry about. But if you're just yeah. genuinely out here to be like, let's see what this is about. Let's see, let's see what good I can do, bring to myself and others. Then you probably are set.
1: Yeah. The only hex you should do is hex the patriarchy.
0: You know. <laughs> no. I'm tr- I'm looking at. They have rules of conduct.
1: Yes, that comes with like the threefold law and stuff like that. You need to
0: be nice. Come on, guys. Yeah. I don't know. Real, it's like, be careful what you do. Be careful who you trust. Do not use the power to hurt another for what is sent comes back, which is like the whole threefold situation. Mm-hmm. Which, here's here's what I find interesting about like um, shows and like movies about witchcraft. They do like weirdly fold in accurate things about yeah, the do. craft. Because like, what did we watch? It was like The Craft. Oh my where god. Where they like did like the whole threefold thing. Yeah, that entire movie is based
1: on the threefold law. And let me tell you right now don't do what they did in the craft because first of all nothing's gonna go that crazy for you like you know you can't change your hair color and you, you can't like I mean, other than just dyeing your hair, but, like...
0: you They have that one that's, like, uh, color-changing with heat. I think there's a BuzzFeed video about it. That's neither here nor there, but... But here's the thing, okay? You
1: can't, like, be out here, like, touching your hair and be like, I'm blonde now, and, you know, you're originally brown-haired. And you can't go out here, like, making girls bald left and right. If you've seen The Craft, you know what I'm
0: talking about. If you haven't seen The Craft, go watch it, because it's wild. I will say, I thought The Craft was, like... A fun high school movie about like a supportive squad of ladies who gets into witchcraft and then they're like, oh, we're doing we're taking this too far and we're getting a little power hungry. And then they learn like a message about friendship. It was not. <laughs> no, the craft was entirely
1: to be honest, a lot of people go into the craft thinking like it's just a fun 90s movie about like girly witches. And it's like, no, that movie, I swear to God, was created to let, you know, do not. Screw with the three-fold law because whatever you do will come back or to or just you like in race. general
0: with Witchcraft or like any kind you of-
1: shouldn't and here's the thing I would never ever in a million years use Witchcraft or like, you know Spirituality for something negative because that is the epitome of like dumb and petty Why do you need to go to like those links To be a terrible person. I don't get it. You shouldn't put that much energy in being shitty. Like, let's just be... Listen, sometimes we should have Gloria on this podcast to tell her all of of her, um, you know, witchy stories. Because this lady has some. Like, my mom used to work for a law firm. And then, like, years later, when one of her friends, like, worked at that law firm, you know, and my mom had left at this point... You know, this this woman was like, oh, do you know my friend Gloria? And they we're like, oh, she's a witch. And she's like, um, I guess she can be, like, a little mean sometimes, maybe. And they're like, no, she's actually a witch.
0: So this is going to be interesting. It. I'm very here for it. Yeah. Oh. ooh, what? I kind of want to see it. This is kind of interesting. It's like the Sabbats, mm-hmm. the wheel of the year. Oh my god. So
1: here's the thing. If you are into witchcraft in any situation, I downloaded this uh, Wicca calendar and it has um, Wheel of the Year on it. So at any point in time you can look. And like it has, um, it's 400, or no. Oh no, it's 40 days, 22 hours, 28 minutes, and 485, or no, 485, 40, 44 seconds. <laughs> Until Yule. And um Yule is like the, you know, witchy Christmas celebration sort of. Like instead of Christmas. It's Reference. More- Yule. Uh, Harry Potter, the Yule ball. Of course. Here's the thing. If you are in this because you're like really into Harry Potter, I don't think you're in it for the right
0: reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> I have Slytherin sweatpants. Here's the thing. Um I also have a time turner. It's really cute. Anyhow. Oh, that is
1: so cute. <sighs> Oof. Full but yeah,
0: Slytherin though.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's fair. I usually when I take the sorting quiz, they're like, "You're." I think I took the original Pottermore quiz, and they were mm-hmm. like, "You can choose whether you want to be in Ravenclaw or Slytherin." So I just chose Slytherin because I was like, "Fair enough, yeah, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. I like green."
0: Yeah, that you I'm can... a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
1: think. Um, oh, to be honest though, if my friend, if I asked any of my friends, like, would I be a Ravenclaw or their
0: Slytherin, you'd probably be like, "You're Slytherin." I'd say Slytherin just because you're ambitious. And, like, people are I'm usually, like... terrible. Well, no, because people usually put say you're Slytherin because, oh, all the bad people are in Slytherin. And that's not true. Slytherin, like, their main things are, like, loyalty, ambition, and, like, something else. I don't know. Bond
1: ambition. It's, like,
0: cl- being that's witty right. or clever. It's being clever being uh Somebody correct me. I don't know. I'm not going to look this up. <laughs> somebody wreck me. <laughs> just wreck my shit. Check my, my sources. S- <laughs> but, like, one of the main things is just their ambition, and I feel like that gets mixed in with them being, like, bad people. hmm which I feel like is often the case with people who are ambitious—they get like portrayed as being like shitty people or like. Yeah,
1: I get portrayed as a shitty person all the time. Remember, but the like, like, whole situation we just had.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I will say like just being in Slytherin doesn't make you a bad person because I'm a Slytherin. But it's why not, are
1: you so like you're so like just because you're in Slytherin like no this is think, a
0: movie guys no, That's fine. it's a book series how dare you. But no, I think it would have been so much better, especially, like more impactful had JK Rowling written in some like good and genuine, like compassionate Slytherins, because I feel like it's really easy to like generalize an entire group of people. And I feel like that's dangerous. <laughs> especially when they were like, oh no, the Slytherins are not gonna like be in this battle of Hogwarts. And I'm like, Yeah, well, cause some of them don't wanna like with their parents first of all, because like yeah. if your parents are Death Eaters, what are you gonna do? Just be like, sorry, mom, sorry, dad. I know you raised me and loved me for however many years, but gotta go. Like, it's a hard decision to make. I will
1: say this: Gloria wouldn't go to Hogwarts. <laughs> like, <laughs> she would have been out here like freelancing
0: and like eventually maybe gone to like, you know, Bobat, Sir Dermstrang. I, I don't know I don't someplace. Know. Also, this is just a tangent. I think J.K. Rowling should have stopped while she's ahead because we did not not need the American Wizarding School. It just seems, like, poor mythology-wise, because she does try to draw from, like, Native American mythology, but, like, poorly researched, and Mm. I'm just not here for it.
1: Here's the thing, J.K. Rowling, please, please stop. Like... You are getting into a place, and I, I, she's never gonna listen to this. I she's full on no. But here's the thing: I'm gonna send this message her telepathically. Please stop, because you are
0: treading on thin ice, my dude. But like, here's the thing: I've seen like online, like fa- like ins I guess is that what mm-hmm. them? yeah what they are like of that. like American wizarding schools that are like more interesting than the American wizarding school that she actually created. Yeah, yeah. Harvard. Harvard is a wizarding school You've heard it here first If you go to Harvard, you're a witch
1: Honestly, if you get into Harvard, you gotta be some type of wizard
0: It's called money
1: (laughs) It's called money and being privileged as
0: shit If you're a white, straight male, you've got an in But, like, here's the thing Usually, like, in fan theories, they're like Why would America only have one wizarding school that's dumb? Because, like, America historically would have been tied to, like, different types of, like Magic. So, like, if you're in New Orleans, that would be your, like, oh, school. Oh, could if you, you like, imagine? Like, wouldn't that be so cool? I read this really yeah. in-depth thing about, like, the New Orleans, like, down south wizarding school. That's which why is I want to like, do
1: that for my, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for my bachelorette party, I really want to go to New Orleans for, like, a weekend. Because I think
0: that would be so damn That's where fun. I got my uh, candles from the best place to do it yeah because I was like I want to get something because I went last year for like I think I was there during spring break or something but I was like I don't want to get something like mm, touristy and stuff I want to get something I'll actually use and be like oh my gosh I have memories associated with this so I dragged my friend to this like really neat shop and it was like just like one of those what do they call them I guess like a spiritual metaphysical metaphysical shops um so we talked to the people and they were like oh um, you probably, cause I'm more of a crystal person, to be honest. Mm, I love crystals. But like, I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to get some candles. So I like talked to the people. I got some candles. They're great. Um, but yeah, Hogwarts, right. We're talking about which, <laughs> honey, like, we were talking about this book for a while. Like we just got so sidetracked. We sure
1: did. We're but... making our way back though. It's fine.
0: Quick tangent. Cause this is so interesting to me. <laughs> so they had the one in, uh, New Orleans, but then they also were like, And then you would obviously have, like, a Native American, like, Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And that would be probably in the plains in the Midwest because that's what's associated with that. And then, like, on the East Coast, you would most likely have, like, something associated with Salem and that whole, like, European brand of witchcraft and wizardry. But, yeah, getting back to this book, apparently we have days coming up.
1: Yeah. What's today? Today's, like, November 10th?
0: Yeah. But tomorrow is November 11th, which is Lunastiches? Ooh.
1: Oh. Oh, Lunastiches? That does sound like how that looks like it would sound. Yeah. Like-
0: <laughs> I don't know. But it's the day of the fairy Sidhe. Sid? S-I-D-H-E. Somebody tell me what that is. Yeah. Um, but honoring the other people uh, in whom. Is Hells the Immortal Life Force Old November Eve I don't know what that means I don't know I'm what excited. that means
1: But it sounds lovely Here's the thing I love how like this I love how a lot of things within, you know, like, witchy culture are just, like, so... They're all about, like, caring about people and honoring things. And it's just... It's very much being respectful. Like, none of this stuff is ever yeah. going to be, like, and we're going to go get some, like... Mm, yeah. And we're going to
0: burn something to the ground. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it's all about, like, positivity and kindness. Because yeah. that's what it's not meant to, like... It's meant to bring you and the people around you
0: happiness. So... And then, like, the 16th is the night of Hecate, uh, honoring... What is God- it? Hecate. Hecate. It's the Greek name, you know? Oh, mm, yeah. For the goddess of the moon, magic, and witches as the teacher of the craft. Then the 22nd, we've got the night of Shiva, which is the family feast day, honoring Shiva as the pillar of light. Um, and then Uma Day on the 27th, honoring the goddess and the queen mother of the universe. I want to say this about feast day. You've seen... Oh, uh, Yes, yeah, I've you've seen, seen Sabrina, the Sabrina reboot, um, Sabrina's teenage witch reboot on Netflix. It's wow. wild. You should watch it. It's like good. Like if you're into witchy stuff,
1: I'll say this: here is a, here is something that you all need to know. There is no devil in the craft. There is no devil in the craft. There is no devil in the craft. And if for one second you decide to put devil in your craft, you are asking for an ass whooping from something.
0: Like here's the thing. Like I don't I don't know that much about witchcraft, but I'm pretty sure Satanism and witchcraft are very different things. Yes, because
1: see, here's the thing about witchcraft. What I like about, you know, green witch stuff is that it's about you bringing it to you. You don't have to ask anybody else for it. And with things like deity worship and adding that into your witchcraft, that's about something else bringing it to you. Mm -hmm. And if you're asking for something from something else, you're going to have to deal with the implications of asking for it from that
0: thing. Because, like, nothing is for free. It is not, honey. This whole thing seems like you're getting the power. Like, you're just like... Manifesting, empowering, yourself, yeah. empowering, like, taking the power within yourself and, like, manifesting yeah. it into things that you want and, like, focusing your intent. Yeah. And as soon as you, like, start asking for things from other, you know, whatever. Beings. Beings, whatever it may be, then you're dealing with them on their terms, and that's <laughs> not – you no. want to make – Don't play games that you don't make the rules to, okay? Like, that's what I'm going to say just in general. How
1: about this? Just don't play games. Don't play games. Just be serious with your intent. And if this, here's the thing. If you're listening and you're like, these girls are crazy. I don't like it. Turn it off. You don't have to listen to us forever. You can just, like, be like, nah,
0: whatever. And you can go listen to our other podcast. It's fine. So I'm looking at this list that says ritual components and one of them says cakes and wine and I'm just like here for it. Oh my god. <laughs> Witchcrafts some a lot about cakes
1: and wine and I'm like living. I love that. <laughs> Eating and then cake like and drinking wine. Ritual robe colors. Oh my god, here's the funny thing. I really want to do hand fasting for my wedding. It's like a it's like a traditionally like I guess wicca ritual. But it's, like, Explain. it's, so I think my, I think maybe my parents didn't, I don't know, let me look up, like, the specific definition, um, but it's really, like, I would have to show you what it entails, but it's really pretty, because it's, like, neo-paganism is from it, but I don't want to use it for anything other than just, like, sweetness, you know? So Fair it's enough. where, like, so it's where, like, they take these ropes and ribbons and, like, like, they tie your hands kind of together. It's not like, you know, you're bound and gagged. It's not BDSM. It's more like... They At rest. the wedding? <laughs> At the wedding? Um, hand fasting is a ritual or a rule... I can't read. A rule, folkloric, and neo-pagan custom initially found in western European countries in which a couple hold a commitment ceremony. The commitment may be seen as temporary or secular or of a longer spiritual variety depending on the context. Huh. But like... (laughs) It's really sweet. It's just, I don't know. I really like it. They take some ribbons, they tie them around you. It's real nice. That seems really sweet, actually. Yeah, it That's is really cute. sweet. Because I'm not into, like, the the Lord brings us here today. Because I'm like,
0: no. I'm sorry. I'm just, like, looking at these symbols and signs. And there's one for bread. And all I can think is, let's get this bread. <laughs> we do condone um, using this grimoire to get this bread.
1: Yeah, please use the grimoire to get the bread. Oof, love it. Also, here's the thing about hand festing I know a lot of uh, I know of a lot of people that do it at like renaissance fairs. And I'm like, can you leave your nerdy shit out of this? <laughs> like, well, get your nerd shit out of here. If you're not doing this because like it's something that holds a deep spiritual meaning to you or like it seems just like a really nice thing for you and your
0: person and you're doing it just for like a reenactment, stop it. Fair enough. I will say, I did not know what the pentagram was, but apparently it's the five elements. So it's like earth, air, fire, water, and then the fifth element being spirit in that instance. It's vehicle. Oh, good movie, the fifth element, by the way. What is... It's a movie. It's a good one. (laughs) Basic tools. You know when you walk by like a frat house? (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Wow. Love it. Ooh, there's an alphabet. I didn't know there was an alphabet. Oh, well, I didn't know either. We're learning so much right now. This is so lovely. I love books like this.
1: And here's the thing. Like, I say that a lot. I'm really fun to edit, apparently. Um, but I think that, you know, if you are, and here's, uh, here's my thing. If you're, like, a Christian and you really think that this is, like, devil worship or whatever, I don't think you understand what this is. Because maybe you should do your research. Because no matter what denomination of, like, Christianity or what, like, religion you are, you can still do this stuff because it's not, you know... I wouldn't even call it witchcraft half the damn time. I'd call it just, like, caring about yourself and
0: manifestation, you know? Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I grew up pretty religious, you know, went to church. I still, like, go to yeah. church and stuff. Like, that's... We're just... That's where we're at. I'm like, I feel like you shouldn't discount anything... Anybody else's, like, practices, because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's a little bit of truth in everybody's, in, in everybody's beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, to completely discredit, and, like, here's the thing. You can exist with your thing, and your thing can be right without discrediting somebody else's thing. So, I would never be like, oh, witchcraft isn't real and witchcraft isn't valid because I believe that there is one God and blah, blah, blah. Like, why why? Why? Mm-hmm. that's like saying um, I believe your brownies are trash because I believe my brownies are the best brownies I've ever had and nobody like <laughs> what how
1: could you make good brownies when Martha stort exists and breathes <laughs>
0: Wow as she lives and breathes she's on chopped now <laughs> I get that out of here.
1: Look, I love chopped. I can also I also want to say um, that something if you find that like you're having a really hard time manifesting things, you know, the universe is a powerful force in and of itself and, like, if you don't really necessarily believe in praying to, like, a god or a deity you can always pray to the universe and that you can have conversations just with the universe and say, like I would really like if this thing happened. And, you know, you're just speaking it into existence. Also, if you're into this stuff but you're not into, like, the witchy aspect, look up the laws of attraction because that is kind of like this, but for a less attached person to, like, the witchy stuff you know you don't need to like you know harness the powers of the moon or like do tarot or like you know charge
0: your crystals night before you go to bed align
1: your chakras you can just, <laughs> you can just- have it you know yeah also i know my mom's gonna listen to this podcast and be like it's a chakra
0: and i'll be like i know Does so anybody remember that episode of avatar the last airbender when <laughs> like this man is like trying to get this boy to drink onion and banana juice and he's singing this song and he's like chakras chakras everybody's love chakras and i was just like 10 year old me was just like i'm sorry what i'm lying <laughs> my chakra <laughs> No, um... Just, like, focus your chakra at the bottom of your feet and you, too, can walk on water. That was a another reference, by the way. I'm what the kids call a nerd. I'm so nerdy. I know it's a chakra, but when you're talking about it in terms of, like, joking, it's a chakra. (laughs) No, because, like, people who, like, tell you to align your chakras are never, like... They say chakra because they're like, idiots. Um, I go to yoga class and I'm ba- like, they're not living the yogi lifestyle. I go to trism
1: every morning oh and God. evening. And while I'm there between my activities, I
0: like to get a banana smoothie. Here's like my big thing some people who do yoga. Like, they don't understand that it's part of the bigger yogi lifestyle. Yeah. And, like, that's more about, like, getting your mind, body, and spirit aligned and not just, like, look, I can put my foot behind my head. Isn't that so cool? Like, and here's the thing if I see one more of you on campus wearing a
1: Nama Stay in Bed shirt, I will come up to you and kick your ass. Nama, go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. I'm, no. I'm sorry, Caitlin, for uh, just calling you up for that pillowcase you have. She didn't even buy it. She didn't buy it. She should. It was be. a gift. It was. She just likes pillows. She's so. She's big. just a
0: soft lady. Have <laughs> you ever win in her bedroom and yeah? Been, oh God, she has so many pillows. She's like her own HGTV. But yeah, no. I just think that's wild because I I go to this thing called um, it's like yoga circle or yogi circle or whatever. Anywho, it's the you guy that a lot of things. It's the guy that hosts veggie dinner. Oof. And like we shout this, out to that guy. Oh my God, Naveen love you. You fed me for three years and I appreciate it. Oof. But yeah, we always like talk about like the yogi lifestyle because it is part of that thing. And it is veggie dinner because the belief there is that what you put into your body, like is very important. Like that's just, and it really is. And like, um, sometimes he talks about, um, we talk a lot about stress and stress management. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause we always have like a talk while he teaches us how to cook and oh, like before talk. we eat dinner. Um, and we talk about a lot about like the experiences of the things that you eat and then Ooh. how you put it in your body. So one time we were talking about um, why veganism might be a good option for you, or like cutting back on meat might be a good option for you um, if you are experiencing a lot of stress, just because a lot of the way things are butchered in America is very like traumatic for the animal. And if the mm-hmm. last thing that they experienced was stress, that's going to be like, in them you know yeah so then when you consume it you're just like eating their stress I love to eat I, love to I like chomp to chomp on the stress I like to slurp stress but yeah and like obviously plants don't typically experience stress I mean I have you ever owned a basil plant they're very testy <laughs> I'm immediately thinking of those like shrieking like mandrakes or whatever from like Harry Potter when you just like pull them out of the ground and they're just Listen, like. Ah! I read the books. I've only seen the movies, so this
1: is a lot of you know Harry Ooh. Potter for one day. You know, fair enough. And here's uh, the thing: I won't see the new movies because I'm like I'm short. First of all, I love Eddie Redmayne anyway. Mm-hmm. Good guy. I really like Ezra Miller too, but I like love I don't Ezra know how Miller. necessary
0: these movies are.
1: Here's the thing: first of all, speaking of Ezra Miller kind of I love Rami Malik, but like what the hell Rami Malik? you know that one video where he was like no I can't see Heidi your friends," and like
0: Ezra Miller's out here like doing that you know what I'm saying I love I love Ezra Miller uh he was in Royal Pains oh my god I love Royal like I, I remember I watched like the first season of the show because it just was like on Netflix for a time and I was like was oh my so god good. is that is that young Ezra Miller I was like it, shook. I loved Royal Pains and I'm like ready for the Flash movie to come out because um wow Ezra Miller. I don't do superhero movies
1: anymore. I'm just old. No. I'm like, here's the thing. You know, there's a lot of like, there's a culture around sort of saying, Ugh, I want to die when you're in college. And to be honest, I don't want to put that out into the universe. Um, instead, I'd like to say I've been alive for a thousand years. Because to be honest, it feels like I've been alive for a thousand years. I've had too many experiences for like a
0: 20-something year old. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm looking at these Yuletide carols, and they're dead-ass just Christmas carols.
1: Here's the thing.
0: I want to let y'all know right now that the origin of Christmas- It's pagan, y'all. It's pagan, you guys. The, ch- the Catholic Church has the most bomb-ass PR team <laughs> I've ever seen in <laughs> my life. They've been stealing, okay? They not rebrand anything. They're like, mm, okay, I see y'all want to celebrate some shit around the 25th look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to rebrand it. We're just going to say Jesus was born then. For funsies. We're just going to rebrand. Yeah. Um,
1: also, here's the thing. I'm going to drop a bomb on you guys. Do it. There are, you know, I'm sure that this isn't exactly correct because I'm sure there are different facets of this, but for the most part, um, pagan paganism or just pagan religions are just any religion that isn't Abrahamic. Which yeah, is, it's
0: anything that's not monotheistic, essentially.
1: Yeah. So, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're out here being, like, pagans, I can show you a list of things that you think are quite peaceful and non-problematic, and I will tell you right now, they're probably pagan. So,
0: there's that. I'm literally just, like, reading these, and I...
1: And also, Katha... <laughs> The Catholic Church has stolen a lot of holidays from us, i.e. Easter. That is a celebration in and of itself for paganism. So I'd like to say the Easter bunny is pagan. I'm sorry, children. The Easter 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 bunny bunny is pagan
0: here first. (laughs) Dead ass Christmas carols, huh? They really are. It's oh come all ye faithful, joy to the world. We wish you a merry solstice. Uh, deck the halls. Guess y'all stole that from us too. God rescue Mary Pagan Folk. Wow, well, look at that. Either we stole it back from y'all, or like, this is redemption, or you know, y'all <laughs> no stole idea it from what's us happening here, place. but I'm like looking at it and I'm like, no, this is it. There's so many flaws and laws here. Ugh, oh, the flaws and laws. You heard, Don, we now are gay apparel. You heard it here first. The gays are wicked. Here's the thing. Here's the tea, the real tea. Yeah. You know when they like changed that lyric in schools, what? and there was like a big scandal, and like Ellen did a whole thing about it. Um, oh my god. There's like this one school. <laughs> the Straits like, are wild. This like school district, they were like, "Don, we now are like pretty or something." Oh nice, so And we were, and everybody was like, "What? <laughs> Why are
1: you?" It's a Christmas song. Speaking of straights, Um What's the tea? <laughs> well, you sent me this. She sent me this video or like this picture of something she was watching in French class the other day. Mayonnaise. And like the title it was how to make mayonnaise, but like in French the title was like something, something choppy mayonnaise. <laughs> And, and I I just oh, It was really funny Because the first thing That came to mind Was like mm, Your technique is Choppy mayonnaise <laughs> And you're like Calling someone man. Oh my god Like the comma placement There is very important It's funny in my opinion But
0: like This is so cute So, okay, can we do this for Christmas? Absolutely. Because it's like, it's basically Christmas. Christmas. It's basically Christmas, y'all. I think Christmas is basically Yule at this point. It's rebranding. It's rebranding. It's like when the brand puts something out and then they like claim to have made some changes and give you the same damn thing with a different name. And they're like, no, this is not changed. You maybe changed the color and that's it. (laughs) But they're like, decorate the Yule tree with like you know symbol or like with symbols um no <laughs> with pine cones and glitter as symbols of fairies for the tree hang little bells this is cute and like ac- acorns and like cranberries that's cute
1: like the cranberries the band yeah like just zombies. little
0: pictures of the cranberries yes correct Ooh, and we're supposed to make punch
1: <laughs> I'm down for
0: punch. They have, like, a little recipe in here. I'm excited. Okay, It's we're got gonna... rum in it, though. <laughs> Guys, <so. laughs>
1: this is technically our Thanksgiving podcast. So check back, like, you know, in December. For Christmas when we make
0: it the Yule time. We have time. a Yule
1: time? Oh, my God.
0: What? What? <laughs> Christmas has been, like, okay, you never, like, think about it, and you're just like, oh, my God, all of these things all of the signs point toward paganism and they didn't even bother to really change that many of the lyrics because like okay you have to believe that these ones came first because in the Christmas carols they're like always talking about the Yuletide and you're like what the fuck is a Yuletide yeah. and now you're just like oh okay you do know that most of the Christian holidays are meant oh, to compete. I literally know that because like paganism, here's right? the thing. Here's the tea, y'all. I can say this. I was confirmed, okay. <laughs> I know that he suffered under Pontius Pilate all that, all that jazz. <laughs> like, come for me, come. Like, I love when other Christians like somebody told me I was once too liberal to be a Christian, and I was like, I don't even know what that means. I just think that maybe people should be able to choose what they do. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to tell you how to live your life.
1: Yeah, no, I was Christian up until, like, my mom was like, you don't have to do this, and I was like,
0: I don't have to do this? <laughs> oh, no. it's Good. But, like, wig. Oh, wig. <laughs> no, but I'm literally out here, and I'm like, listen, guys, do you understand that historically, because I was giving this one talk, and I had to like educate this time. man. Um, so I was giving a talk on Islamophobia, and so this guy, he uh, he's like, "Well, how do you feel about the way Islam oppresses women?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, let's get into it. <laughs> Islam as a religion is not oppressing women. Um, first of all, religions tend to not oppress women. What yeah. oppresses women is how religions are interpreted and implied due to like." The context of where they are, you know? So if you're in a state or a country or a society that oppresses women, then you're going to find a way to make it so that your holy text or whatever is going to be the most guiding for the people, reflects your beliefs, and Mm -hmm. will do them whatever. And, like, the Bible has also been used in that way, and the Bible has (laughs) not been kind to women. Let's do that. If you read, there is so much in the Bible. First of all, I'd like to say,
1: Not the greatest piece of writing, but the greatest story ever told. Like, that is a
0: wild book. The Bible isn't... And here's the thing. Um, People like to be like, oh, it was in the Bible, so it's, like, the truth. God did not write the Bible. Men wrote the Bible. And you have to understand, at certain points in history, the Bible was used as, like, kind of a bargaining chip to get people to do what they wanted to do. And God was kind of that big bad in the sky that's like, hey fine you don't have to course you don't have to follow what we're doing here right now but if you don't something will come in the afterlife and then you'll get your just desserts Oof. so that nothing ever has to follow on you directly in the mortal plane or whatever for dealing out punishment people are just scared that punishment will come later mm-hmm. um which again i'm not let's get into hope's religious beliefs for a hot second because i don't do the whole like hell and like burning in pits and i don't think if you don't believe in god and you're not saved you're going to hell i don't believe in that shit i think that's like what is it fear-mongering that's yeah. what i think it is um i think it's a little manipulative and i'm not there for it i'm not gonna be like okay you have to believe what i believe or you're gonna burn for eternity And like, <laughs> what the hell for eternity and like most of the other abrahamic religions don't believe in hell
1: yeah i think this was just an idea of like you know, I don't I don't want to shit on anyone's religion cuz like if you believe in that stuff, okay, that's fine. That's that's what your beliefs are. That's okay. But like I was never really into it stuff into it because I was just like it doesn't seem like in the timeline of events historically, it doesn't seem like much of it makes sense to me. So, you know, believe what you want to believe. I don't know, but I'm out here just being like <laughs> My main belief
0: is that what you put out there comes back to you. And that's a core belief of like, and like Buddhism, most religions. So most religions believe that to a degree. Yeah. Most beliefs are or most religions have like the same basic core things. So yeah. here's my thing. As long as you're not being a terrible person, I think you're pretty much set. As long as you are doing good and like actively mm-hmm. working as a force of good in your life, mm-hmm. I don't think you have to worry about the afterlife. Can we talk about how I definitely believe in reincarnation? <laughs> Like, yeah.
1: reincarnation is something I so believe in just because it just, it doesn't not make sense, you know? Like, it's out, I'm out here just being, like, I know your consciousness probably isn't transferred, you know, in some sort of way, but mm. it's hard to believe that, like, your whole body won't be remade into, th- like,
0: you know, different, ter- like, different things, you know? Here's my thing. I don't know if I necessarily believe in reincarnation. Like, I don't think about it a lot, but, like, just now. I'm like, okay, let's let's say you believe that, like, your soul goes to, like, heaven or, like, hell or, like, your soul goes somewhere after you die. Like, who's to say that traces of that soul aren't left on, like, the mortal plane or whatever? Yeah. So then it's feasible that maybe you're not entire, like, consciousness is being, like, reincarnated, Mm -hmm. but, like, a trace of your soul is still left and that gets, like, passed on. Hence, like, past lives and why you can have, like, thoughts of, like, oh, my God, have I been this year before? How did I know how to do that? It's not necessarily your entire consciousness that's, like, lived a whole life. It's just, yeah. like, that little trace or, like, ghost, if you will, of, like... A whisper. <laughs> a whisper of, like, what that past life had experienced that's just still somehow attached to you and has been, like, left behind, even though that soul has departed.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, we're out here. Wow, welcome to my TED Talk on religion and spirituality.
1: Anyway, but yeah, book. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, I would say, here's the thing, you know... Foodies for thought, you know, bookworms for thought. Wow. We read. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you are interested in some sort of witchcraft and, like, you know, the nice peaceful kind that's, like, green and sweet, mm-hmm. this is a
0: great book for you. Let's put the, find the writer. Um and Mora? Yeah, and Mora. I'm going uh, to spell called... it, though. Because yeah, there's no E at the end. It's A-N-N. And then her last name is Mora. M-O-U-R-A. And she wrote, like, a bunch of other things, too. Yeah, uh, but it's called Grimoire for the Green Witch. If you need to get started a book or, like, you don't know
1: what to book in your, put in your Book of Shadows. Which, first of all, if you're making a Book of Shadows, you know how hard it is. <laughs> because it's constantly, like... You know, sometimes you do things passively. Like I'm not dedicating my entire life to this, as you probably shouldn't. Um, but you know, I, I'm very much involved in it in that I love what it represents.
0: Oh, there it is. It's the handbag. Yeah, I paused.
1: Um, but I, I love what it represents. I love what you can do with it, and I do it sort of passively, or when I, you know. In here's the thing, I do tarot almost every other day so it's not like, whatever, point is if you want to get started with something and it's, you're finding it really hard to make your own book of shadows, just get this one and it gives you a bunch of starter stuff, you know you can, you can take things out of this book and put it in your book of shadows so that you don't have to reference this one forever
0: and cross reference or whatever it'd be nice, you know? And here's my other thing you don't Like doing some of these like practices and things isn't gonna invalidate at all what you believe. So like I'm Christian, I go to church, I you know, essentially have the same like I don't believe in everything that like most denominations will tell you like that's a whole different spiel. But Mm -hmm. like I do believe to some extent that you know There's a
1: higher power. There's a
0: higher power. Yeah. Um and like I still believe like it's burning candles and things like that or like holding into crystals, like that doesn't Negate in any way, shape, or form my mm-hmm. like faith or like belief in a higher power. That's that's not what this is. Yeah.
1: And I think that a lot of times people will say stuff like that is like, it's witchcraft. And it's like, you know, that's like saying
0: praying is only for Christians. Like, here's the thing no, having faith in your own power does not negate the existence of a higher power, you know? And it doesn't constantly mean it's witchcraft. And if you believe in something that's Specifically against
1: witchcraft then by all means there are pieces and parts of it that you don't have to practice and you don't have to call it that either it's just, it's a bunch of elements coming together to show you that like you have your own power and you can you know, manifest things yourself yeah. it's okay.
0: It's a way to like harness and focus your energy in the way that will most benefit you positively yeah. and like, that's that's good like if that's what you want out of life, that's good and this is a way to get you there so Yeah,
1: and also another thing that's in this book is a bunch of, like, meditations. Oh, it's so nice. Because I love to meditate.
0: It's so nice and peaceful. I will recommend, even if you're not, like, into witchcraft or, like, any, like, kind of spiritual practices, like, witchcraft, or not witchcraft, but meditation can be really beneficial for you. Yeah. Um, Especially if you are dealing with, like, anxiety or something. It can just kind of help calm you. I'm not going to say it's going to get rid of your anxiety. Yeah. But um, just having that ability to work on and like empty your head and clear out your head can be really helpful, especially when you do have all of those stressors in your life. Listen,
1: Gloria likes to say you can get a solid three hours of sleep in for like 20 minutes of meditation, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: so I think, I think we should maybe, I think we're at a good stopping point. I think we've come to a natural lull. So, thank you guys so much for listening to us ramble. <laughs> Can I talk about how every
1: time Hope, like, says goodbye or wants to say hello, she goes into her, like, hi customer guys. service voice. That's not even my
0: customer service voice. That's just my, like, hi, I'm being polite now voice. My customer service voice, I don't know if it's ever going to happen on this <laughs> show, but, like, <laughs> you'll know when you hear it. Trust. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, I'd like to say thank you for coming by and,
0: you know, listening to this podcast. It's super fun to record, you know? Yeah, let us know, like, your thoughts on this, because this is kind of, like, a big topic or whatever, so, like, yeah. we want to know your thoughts and opinions. So you can visit us on our, uh, blog or, like, leave comments or whatever. Yeah, you or, can
1: also, we're on iTunes now, first of all. Yeah, so find cool. us on
0: iTunes. Um, yeah. but also, you can, like, tweet at us.
1: Yeah, we sure. Tweet. We're, yeah, we, we tweet. young
0: people. Uh, Alex, what's your Twitter?
1: Oh, it's, um, Alex, A-L-E-X, Graystoke, G-R-U-I-S-T-O-K-E, um, tweet at me. Don't be mean. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, I also I tweet. I don't like tweet. I'll tweet if you tweet. Like you tweet at me, I'll, resp- I'll reply. Um, but it's bippity bobbity. So yeah, bippity bobbity boo because I'm magical. <coughs> no. Um, so it's b i p p i t y b um, o b b i t t y. So hit me up. So like what? Do does Twitter have DMs? Yeah. Yeah, slide into those DMs, but not really. Just tweet at me. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time.
1: Yeah. Bye, guys.